0: Hey, happy new year. Welcome to episode eight of the Brad Davidson show. New year, new you. We hear about this a lot. You know what? It's time to prove it. So this episode is going to be all about how to actually conquer your New Year's resolutions and bring them to life. And I want to start off by sharing a story of one of my clients. His name is Mark. Uh, He and I have been working together now for a year and a half. And I think Mark is the perfect epitome of what it takes to create greatness and big time change. So Mark started off simply by this. He thought he looked pretty good. He thought he was pretty healthy. He thought he was pretty fit. And then one day he saw a picture of himself and reality kicked in that what he thought he was, he wasn't. And he decided right then and there, it was time for a change. He was not going to spend the rest of his life being this person that he currently was. He wanted to be someone different. So Mark came to me, actually had never been in a weight room before, never liked the weight room, didn't really, I never trained his old strategies were simply if you felt like he got a little too fat, he'd just start running and he'd start eating less and he'd lose the weight and then it'd all come back and lose the weight and then it'd all come back. He knew he needed a different strategy. So we started off by simply coming up with what's the goal? And he said this, I thought it was incredible. He goes, I want this to be for the rest of my life, not for the next two months or three months. I'm all in. I have in my head now, I am a fit guy who works out all the time and consistently takes great care of myself. And now I want to create that. So over the next year and a half, he consistently trained three times a week in the weight room. Never misses. The only time he's missed was when he's away on work or away on vacation. So a couple of weeks a year, he was out of the weight room. And what we did was we periodized the programming. So when he was going to be gone, he used it for rest and recovery. Consistency was key. In his head, he was now a guy who consistently worked out three times a week. Nutrition-wise, we made it simple but effective. It's a lot of the strategies you hear me talk about. No carbs at breakfast, no carbs at lunch, has carbs at dinner. And one night a week for three hours, he got a cheat window if he wanted it. Fast forward a year and a half, he's in his early 50s, he's down 52 pounds, full of muscle, For example, he can bench press 225 six times. He did 245 four times, and he's 52 years old. When we started, he was having a hard time benching 65 pounds. Consistency is key. His habits became dialed in, dialed in. And so what I want to talk about today is this whole thing around a mind shift, purpose, and habits. And I think if you get those things dialed in, the New Year's resolutions you have set will actually take shape. and actually can literally change your life just like it has for Mark. It's pretty awesome. Mark works with a bunch of younger guys and they consistently challenge him. Like just the other day, they challenged him to see who could do more push-ups. He won. Uh, a, a while back, they challenged him that he couldn't run 20 miles. He went out and ran 22. He's in such a fit state now that these young kids are looking up to him, challenging him, and he is beating them. It's pretty awesome, I think. It's pretty awesome. But my favorite thing was, this was about the rest of his life. It was about a complete makeover as to who he was. Now, let's talk about some common mistakes that we see. First off, you've got to have a really deep reason why you want to make these changes. And it can't be some, I'm going to go lose 20 pounds. We all know that doesn't work, okay? You have to have a deep reason why. Take some time and think about that. What's my life going to be like that's so much better if I lose the 20 pounds? What are those things that I will have in my life when I lose those 20 pounds? More energy, better sleep, better sex drive, more fun in life, right? When you're more fit, you move better, you can go do things that you enjoy to do safely and your brain knows that. So you will enjoy them more. And just simply having more energy is the greatest gift you can give yourself in my opinion. That is the one thing that I cherish most with myself is making sure I'm always focused on having great energy to be highly productive to be able to engage and play with the people I love most and to really just enjoy the time I have with everybody I'm around. The next thing I think people should understand, and and I apologize if this offends anyone, but everyone's talking about wellness. They're pursuing wellness. I believe wellness is mediocre. I believe wellness is just average and and nobody's highly driven to be average. I've had this conversation with a lot of people throughout the last few years. See, I think there's three people, and I learned this from Dr. Dane Grove, and I had a great conversation with Tom Ferry about this. Two people I highly admire and really respect what they say. And Dr. Dane Grove is the one who really triggered this for us. He said what he noticed in his work as a doctor was that when people were really sick, they were motivated to get better. When people weren't sick and they just wanted to improve their wellness – There was no motivation. Nothing they did mattered. It didn't really create any change. They were never committed to it. But you know, there's a third group of people, people that were pursuing greatness, people that were trying to pursue the best possible life they could live. Those people are also highly motivated. So I personally say, screw wellness, pursue greatness. So when you make these goals for yourself, make them goals of greatness, not goals of, I just want to be well. I just want to lose a little bit of weight. What does your life going to look like when it's great? And that's what you should be pursuing, not just what does your life look like being well. Well is the average sick person, right? They're not super sick to the point where they're in the hospital or, you know, there's risk of death. They're just kind of getting through the days. They don't have great energy. They don't have great drive. They don't feel great. They don't look great, but they're getting through their well. So really start thinking about what would my wife look like if it was great? What is the greatest version of my life that I would want? That's what you should be setting your goals for. That's what you should be pursuing. So screw wellness, pursue greatness. If you do that, these goals, these habits, all these things, especially when it has a bigger purpose for you, a big reason why, they'll stick, they'll work. I also, you need to understand, everyone thinks it takes 21 days to change a habit. Research says no. Now there was a research piece out of, uh, a European journal of psychology, something like that. Uh, it actually looked at how long does it take for a habit to become a way of life. And it found it on average takes 66 days. But that range could be anywhere from 18 days to 254 days. So you got to take these habits and these new things you're applying in your life and you got to stick to them at all costs. Because it could take you 254 days for this new thing to become just an easy life habit. And the other thing I see people do when they, when they come out of the gate is they set these New Year's resolutions, especially when it comes to be about their, their, how their body looks, how they feel, their fitness, things like that. They come out way too aggressive. They try to completely overhaul their whole life. They come out with a bang. They start exercising way too much. They're sore all the time. They start depriving themselves of food. And in a couple of days, all of a sudden, the hunger kicks in. The, the soreness kicks in. The fatigue kicks in. And they gas out. And what's funny is they actually have a name for it. They call it Quitter's Day. It's the second Friday of January. That day is known as Quitter's Day. That is the day that majority of Americans have given up on the New Year's resolutions they have set for themselves. So we want to avoid Quitter's Day. 14 days is not long enough for that to become a new habit. So my suggestion is back off. Don't go so extreme. Get in your head who you are when you're great and who you're going to become Start believing that's who you are and start making small changes. Don't get so aggressive that you're miserable out the gate. You got to remember, we're coming off the holiday season. We're lazy, we're overeating, we're sleeping more, we're drinking more. All these things we've done have really abused our bodies. So you take a body that's starting off in a bad state and you get real aggressive with it, it's not going to be fun, it's not going to be pretty, and it's going to end real quick. So let's talk about some simple things you can do if you want to start to look better. If you want to start this cascade of, I am a different person. I am now taking care of myself for the rest of my life. This isn't about just losing 20 pounds overnight. I am becoming someone new, the best version of myself possible. I like to start really simplistic. Number one, I like people to eat enough protein. That's the one consistent thing I see with nutrition is people are not eating enough protein. Protein is what your body rebuilds itself with. The amino acids, all the, all the nutrients and protein, especially red meat, uh, wild game meats, the stuff is really, really valuable for us. And it is the driver of the metabolism. I always recommend people should be eating one gram per pound of body weight they are to start. Now, I also recommend you start tracking how much protein you eat, because if you take that number and you start looking at grams of protein, you will realize you are probably nowhere close to that but I promise you increase your protein intake and you start reaching that number, you're gonna start seeing some really drastic change very quickly. Your energy's gonna go up. Your body's gonna to start to look better. You're gonna drop body fat quicker. Your metabolism's gonna speed up and you're gonna start feeling better. I also really, really like people to get in the habit of walking daily. I learned this from Dr. Jay Tita. Walking is one of the greatest gifts we have to give to our bodies because it does two things. It brings down stress hormones and makes you more insulin sensitive. It's the only thing that does both of those. And if you're a high-stressed person and your diet's poor, both of those hormones are gonna be drastically off. They're gonna be holding you back from looking great, feeling great, and performing great. So you start walking every day. Even if it's just 20 minutes a day, outside as much as possible, it's gonna dramatically impact you in a very positive way. I I like people to shoot for 30 to 60 minutes a day of a, a walk outside as much as possible. And you will be shocked if you just increase your protein intake and commit to walking every day, how much better you start to feel, how much better you start to look, how much better your brain starts to work. It's beautiful. And then last, I like people to start drinking more water. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. I've spoke a lot about this on the podcast. Whenever I'm on the road speaking, this is the first thing I talk to people about. Drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. I also recommend doing some type of salt mix Early in the day, in the first water you drink, I like LMNT. That's my favorite. Uh, Abley water is another great one. It has a lot of brain nutraceuticals in it. But you're going to give your body a bunch of minerals so you can actually absorb the water and use the water. So If you start your day with water with a salt complex in it and then drink half your body weight in ounces a day, every day, that will dramatically improve brain performance. It'll improve hydration. It'll improve energy. It'll enhance fat loss. It's really, really powerful. So very often I just start people off with those three simple things. If your goal is to start to look better and this is about the rest of your life, not just about losing a bunch of weight super quick and you want it to come off and stay off and you want to become the best version of yourself possible over time, it's the simplest way to start. You get those three things dialed in, your energy is going to go up, your body's going to feel better, so start to look better and then what's going to come is a drive to want to work out. If you are forcing yourself to go to the gym to work out, that's probably metabolism telling you it can't handle it. You should crave exercise more than anything. And healthy metabolisms crave movement. Just look at any child. They're always moving. You can't get them to sit still. It's because they have a healthy metabolism and they're always wanting to play and burn that energy off. Same thing with adults. We should have a desire to work out. My favorite thing is when people start to feel better, they start to get more fit, is I have to start becoming the brakes, not the gas. But I have to beg people to stop exercising so much. Because remember, like I talked about, too much extreme hard exercise is very, very damaging. So we want to control them out. But if the goal for the new year is to lose some weight, to feel better, get your health in a better place, and ultimately become the best version of yourself possible, just start with those three simple things. And in a matter of weeks, you're going to start noticing the difference and the next thing's going to become easier to add on to it. Do not overhaul your whole lifestyle. Little by little, start creating change and start building on top of those habits. And you'll be shocked at how much better you feel. Next thing also I want to talk about is if you are in a state where you want to track weight loss. If you start jumping on the scale every day, you're going to notice it's all over the place. So the best way I've seen to track weight loss, know if something's working or not, is weigh yourself at the same time every day. I like first thing in the morning and write it down. First thing out of bed, you can go to the bathroom, whatever you need to do, and then jump on the scale. But maybe the same routine every day. Write it down, and every seven days, take an average. So add up all those numbers, divide it by seven. That's your average for the week. And start looking at the weekly average over time. And that's you start consistently start to see is what you're doing working or not. Do you need to make change? But that is the best way to track weight if you're looking for weight loss and wanting to know if something's working or not. If you add or lose weight in one day, that is not your body's losing fat or it's gaining fat. You're just probably retaining water or losing some water. The weight can, like, I don't know, people have different shifts, but my weight bounces between six to eight pounds a day, okay? So what you eat one day, how much you exercise, how much you sweat, how much salt you have, all kinds of things can cause your weight to change day to day. But if you look at the seven-day average and track that, you're gonna get a nice, consistent look at to how well you are doing. So in conclusion, it starts with the mind shift change. I, I, for the longest time, I didn't want to believe this. I didn't, I I don't know if I was just scared to start dealing with the mental side of things, emotional side of things. I really didn't want to deal with it. I just thought if I just worked really hard in the weight room and ate really clean, everything would be great. Uh, It didn't end well for me that way. What I now believe and understand is that it has to change in here first before it changes outside on the body. You've got to shift your mindset You have to get a clear picture of who you want to be. And the more descriptive you can be when you're trying to write down what my life looks like at my best self possible, be very specific. How do I look? What's my energy like? What do I do on a day-to-day basis? What am I committed to? And then start telling yourself every day, I am that person. They say the most powerful words in the world are the ones that follow I am. So every single day, start telling yourself, I am fit. I walk every day. I am powerful. Whatever it is you need to tell yourself, I know it sounds silly. I thought it was the silliest thing ever until I just committed to doing it. It is probably one of the most powerful things we can do is begin to tell ourselves who we are, even if we're not that person now, but we're telling ourselves who we are and our greatest self possible. It's really, really powerful and it's funny because um I hear this a lot like oh, you don't understand you've always been fit. oh, you wouldn't don't understand what it's like to feel this way or look this way and, and you know um. The one thing that I've done my whole life is I've committed to fitness. I work really hard to maintain my fitness level. My whole life, ever since I was young and I was the skinny kid that was really weak and, 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 and fragile was to get strong. And once I started, I've never stopped. I've never gone more than two weeks without working out. In my head, who I am, I am someone that works out every week. I am super committed to that because I don't ever want to feel weak and fragile like I did when I was younger. I hated that feeling. I hated that feeling. I remember being told when I was young, oh, you have great legs for a woman. I hated hearing that. I didn't like being skinny and fragile. So in my head back then, I remember saying, I will no longer be this. I am now a strong, powerful man. And so that's just something that I became. I just trained consistently every single day. So does my body change much? No. Because I've been so committed to my fitness. I don't do it for a few months and then stop for a few months or do it for 90 days and then stop for a year. I consistently work out week in and week out. And that, yes, has helped my body stay in a certain state. So tell yourself who you are. Become very, very clear on your why and make it a big reason why. My big why is not. It is not to look a certain way. When I was younger, yes, I wanted to look a certain way. I thought that if I just looked a certain way, I would be more valued. I would be more loved. I'd be more attractive, all those things. I thought my life would get better. And there's never reached a point, no matter how good I looked, where I ever felt like, oh, I made it. It was horrible. It, it, was, it was very hard. My big reason why now is my children. You know, they didn't ask to be here. I contributed in bringing them here to this world. I think it is my duty as their father to be present, to be engaged, to have energy, to do the things they want to do, to be a great role model for them. So my big reason why I take care of myself now is to make sure that every single day I'm with my children, they get the best of me, not the rest of me. That's my big reason why. That's why I've cut out some of the things I've cut out in my life. That's why I choose to work out consistently. That's why I choose to eat how I eat. That's why I put priority on sleep. I do the right things, my kids get the best version of me. So what's your reason why? New year, new you. Let's make it happen this year.